welcome, welcome, welcome. You are tuned into Love and Law Podcast. This is your girl, Sasha. And I'm bringing you the sauce. All right, y'all. We are here. Episode 18. Ready to rock and roll. We are coming close to the end of our season. And I'm so grateful that you guys have stuck with me on this journey. I know that it is, um, you know, it, you know, Thursday evening at seven o'clock. Um, I get it. Um, for those of you who have missed the time, like you've tuned in and you've, um, actually gone out and gotten, um, streamed it, you know, from your, from your either, you know, we get a tons of streams from iHeartRadio and Spotify and Apple. Um, so it's just been really great. Um, and so I truly appreciate you and, you know, like just, just your support, your love and support. Um, shout out to all my, you know, my, my friends that are out there that, you know, my number one riders, like they're here with me regardless, um, of it all. I appreciate you. Um, you know, and so, uh, today we're going to be talking about today's topic. Let me just say that is, uh, tall tales of a perfectionist dating edition. (laughs) So, um, I want to talk to you about this. This is something that, you know, just come up um, throughout the season. And I've just been, um, you know, giving advice on it. And um, it just continues. Um, I, I just continue to see it. And I mean, it's, it's just really sad. But I want to encourage you as my listeners to just walk away from that. Um, because I know that it's dangerous, you know, um, we often live to strive for perfection, you know, like we are natural perfectionists in everything that we do. Right. Um, it's like, it's, it's, it's so odd to me. Um, when I, when I think about it, because we were born imperfect, we are imperfect. We live in an imperfect world, but we strive for perfection. <laughs> that is, that's just so wild to me um, that we do that. You know, um, we strive for, we, we thrive for perfection, even though we live in an imperfect world. Um, and, and so, um, I, I I understand the thrive, right? Um, I have had that struggle, um, but I want to encourage you because I think when we're talking about perfectionism, right? Perfectionism is a a crippling um, trait, and when we take it into the the space of dating, it becomes ever more so crippling. Right. Um, So let me start with this. Perfectionism tells us 
that we are not enough. We're not good enough, right? There's always, we always got to get better. We always got to do better, right? It's all, we always have to strive up, okay? Um, it's like we're, we, we, we are never, we are never satisfied with, we are never satisfied with what, where you are, right? You're always constantly thriving, you know? And we actually live in a society that encourages that, right? It's like, you know, you see everyone getting surgery, right? Because they want to they wanna make their body like this, right? Um, if you think about, like, I think about, like, um, little Kim, right? And when she first came out, how gorgeous she was. She was beautiful, right? Beautiful black woman, right? Just, and it's like she got so overwhelmed within society that she became someone that she herself didn't recognize, right? And then when she came to one with it, she tried to do all, do all those surgeries to reverse, to try to get back um, who she was, but it had already been like, you know, um, disrupted, you know, she'll, she'll never get back that, that, to that place. Um, and so that's the danger of having to this, this idea of being of perfectionism, right? We have this unattainable ideal for ourselves and for others, Right, we are 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 in this constant battle, right, with ourselves, because we can't accept others just for who they are. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is in order for us to find a success, be in a successful relationship, right? We need to get four things. And I'm just going to touch on those four things, right? And then I'm going to circle back after I finish talking about perfectionism. The first thing that we need it in order to succeed in a relationship is appreciation, right? We need to learn how to appreciate everything that the other person's doing, right? Understand with the understanding that everyone is an independent individual under no restrictive obligation, right? Because we're not talking about bondage, right? <laughs> it's so um, everyone is, is independent, free, right? Because we all have that freedom to do whatever the hell we want to do, Right? So if that person is choosing to do something for you, we need to take time out to uh, let them know that we appreciate them. Okay. So the first one um, that I, 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 for a successful relationship is appreciation. The next one is affection. Okay. We need to make sure that we are being free with our affection, okay? We need to be 
We, it, it needs to be over in an abundance, right? Over and in abundance. Our affection to our, our spouse or our um, significant other needs to be over in abundance, right? That person needs to know that so far they are appreciated and that they're loved, Okay, you cannot rob your person from that, of that, and expect to have a successful relationship. Okay, you're going to send your relationship in a negative cycle and you're going to start this idea of, you know, where where you're going on a negative cycle and it's just one thing after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. Okay, all right, so appreciation and affection. The third thing is attentiveness, right? Um, I think about uh, the scripture that says where your heart is, that's where your treasure is, right? Um, So we need to give our attention to the person that we're with, right? We need to give our attention to the person that we're with. We need to prioritize them in our lives, right? Everything is, you know, like everyone, even, and I get it because my life is like, I'm always being pulled, right? In a million different ways, right? But when it comes to my family, right? Like I put in the time, right? Because there's no going back, right? We talked about that before. You can't get that time back, you know? So put in the time, make sure that they are, receiving your attention. All right. We live in this like electronics age where it's like, we're on the phone. Like I literally went out to, to quick deviation. (laughs) I went out to lunch, right. Um, one day and, um, and I was looking at over at like the different couples, right. in the table and the different tables and like they're like sitting there let me grab my phone so I can show y'all like this like this just like and I I don't know they may be working or whatever but at the end of the day right if we think about time um in the space of the fact that once it passed passed it can be rewind we can't get it back. If we think about time in that space, right? We have to learn to appreciate and give attention to the person that we're with when we're spending that time together, right? Prioritize them. Make sure that they are number one in your life, right? That you're giving that time. So attentiveness, that's our three, okay? Four acceptance. And I know, and this is what's going to bring me back to perfectionism, right? Acceptance. In order to have a successful relationship, we need to accept the person for who they are as God made them. Not trying to change them, accept them, accept them 
right? It's like when you're looking at a flower, right? You don't say, man, this flower is really beautiful. But only if it had like a a tad taste of ivory, you know, or or, or, or violet, right? If it had a little bit more violet, it would be more beautiful, right? We just sit there in appreciation of it just as it is. We don't change it. We just accept it as it is. And that's how we need to be with the person that we we are with. We need to learn to accept them as they are. And so with that said, reeling back into um, being a perfectionist, right? We need to understand that everyone is created to be who they are, right? The Bible tells us in Psalms 139 that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that's so amazing to me. I like, I love that scripture. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, um, Something else that that comes to me is the thought in Ephesians um, 2 verses 8, right? That, you know, where Paul tells us that we live under grace, right? We live under grace. We function under grace. Um, And moving from that space, you know, in understanding that, God looks upon us, right? Imperfect humans, right? And accepts us in all our imperfections. He accepts us in all our imperfections. He doesn't he doesn't say, "You know what? Maybe if I change this, maybe you know, I this I didn't do this right at the beginning. Let me change this one. Let me change this, you know, um and accept us as we are, we are enough in his eyes. So much so that Christ came here and died for us. Okay? Acceptance. We need to get to a place where we accept people for who they are. And one of the things, you you know, you could easily say, um, you know, yes, I, I accept, I, I accept them. I accept them, you know, like I overlook, but in order to accept, truly accept a person, right? We have to, um, we have to be able to look at them and see they're good. All right. Look at them and see they're good. Not, oh, you know what? He has this, but I overlook it. Mm -mm. That's not acceptance, right? And not in that space. You know, we have to look at them and see they're good. And say, man, like, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. We have to see that. 
In order for us to have a successful relationship, we have to see that. We have to get to that place, right? We have to understand that um, how who that person is and how they operate, right? Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 says that my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. He goes on to say, therefore, we must gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me, right? Boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That basically, you know, I am imperfect. I am imperfect. And I'm going to rejoice in my imperfection. We have to move past that. You know, I hear so many conversations go about, oh, you know, this person is like, they're too short or they're too fat or they're too skinny or they're, they got teeth like this, or they got eyes like this, or they're, you know, like we don't, we, we don't, we often look for the fault in others. And that's because we haven't gotten to a place where we accept ourselves as we are. We haven't gotten to a place where we accept who we are. We go on in our lives and we keep continuously seek perfection in others. And I'm going to tell you, okay, all right, there will always be someone that is more attractive. I'll tell you that. Like I hear this from guys, you know, whenever someone comes up to me and we have a the conversation is just based on them being attracted to me, right? We have these conversations and I'm like, like, how do I know the depth of your affection? Because there'll always be someone that's more attractive. Okay. Like, you know, like there will always be someone that is more attractive and it kind of goes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago about the filial love, right? The filial love. We can't afford as believers to get caught up in the filial love, right? We need to thrive to get to the agape love, the love that loves unconditional, regardless, right? We accept people for who they are and we stop looking at a person as some sort of like makeup because what happens is, right, when you start date, you date people and you think that they're, you know, they're, they're imperfect, but I can make them perfect. You start trying to change things. Oh, I don't like the way he dress. So I got to change his dress. But then I'll make him good. He'll be perfect then. If I could just change his dress. Oh, I don't like his smile. 
But maybe if I, if, if, you know, we could go, go, you know, to the dentist and we could change up some stuff and, and then he'll be perfect. Then we are, our obsession with perfectionism, right? Will destroy our lives if we don't fix it. We will miss out on blessings if we don't fix it. Okay. In order to have a successful relationship, go back down those four. We need to have appreciation, affection, attentiveness, and acceptance. Okay? Those four. If any of those four do not exist, your relationship is kind of up in the the arms, you know, likely to fail, very, very likely to, to fail. You know, everybody talks about, oh, you know, divorce rate is so high in this country. Why am I going to get married? You know, and yes, divorce rate, divorce rates is at a high because people are running away from those four things, right? A relationship will fail if you don't appreciate the other person, point blank, period. A relationship will fail if you don't give the other person affection. A relationship will fail if they do not have your attention. Okay? A relationship will fail if you're unable to accept them as they are. Acceptance. Okay? Stop trying to change people. Right? If you married him just the way he is, accept him for who he is. And we get to that place by learning to see them the way that God sees them. Okay? Rejoicing, as Paul mentioned in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, in their infirmities. Rejoicing in their weaknesses. Because in those weaknesses, is where God steps in, right? Appreciating their imperfection because in that moment, that's how we know genuine love. Appreciating their imperfections. It's okay. And I know in order for you to get there, you have to start with you. Right? I had to start with me. I had to start with me. And, but you know, as we're wrapping up, I'm going to share something personal with you. Um, I had, you know, I, I, I put on so much weight for after law school, right? Um, like, well, listen, Lord, since law school, this whole this whole weight journey has been a, an experience. Oh Lord, the tidal waves, right? Um, but that's in a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Um, but you know, I had to look in the mirror one day and like, cause I used to always be so hard on myself, you know, for those of you who knew me before law school, you know, that like, I was like a hell nut, like, 
when it came down to it, like those two days I was talking about, about uh, two days, um, shout out to, you know, like my, my carnival crew. Um, but yeah, we used to do two days at the gym, um, eating for carnival, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, but you know, I was obsessed with it, right? I had to look a certain way. I had to look a certain way. And I was just like, that's, that was just it. Right. And I struggle with, you know, I, I tell you this stuff, I'm coming from a place of where of growth, right? I'm not, I, I'm not outside looking and I've been through that journey. I've been like, I'm a perfectionist, you know, I have to constantly tell myself it's okay. It's okay that this isn't perfect. Right. And so going back to my story, I looked I was looking at myself one day in the mirror and I had to tell myself that. Like, you're OK. You're you are. Fearfully and wonderfully made as you are in every aspect of your life. Right. In every season of your life, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. There is absolutely nothing about you that you should change, right? I had to tell myself that with conviction because I was doubting myself based on the societal concept of perfection. Who gets to define perfection? God? And God's perfection is your imperfection. Right. Society doesn't get to define perfection. So if your idea of what a person should be like, what a person should speak like, what they should look like, how much they should make, right, how they should walk, how they should wear their hair, how their eyes should look, how their weights look, should look right, how their whatever you, you pick it should look. Is based on society, and that's your standard for what perfect is. You got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. And so, circling back, I'm going to put this out there to you, especially in the day and age where we have idiots like Kevin Samuels on here telling people, telling women that they're worthless, right? That they're low value because they're overweight. And if you are a man that's out there that you're listening and you fail to date a woman because she has too much weight, you know, you're an idiot. And I said what I said. You're an idiot. Because at the end of the day, someone's looking at you, thinking that you aren't perfect. You're not. None of us. And I say that in the inverse, because you know, I always trying to be equal, right? If you are a woman out there looking at a man that says you can't date this man because he's overweight or he's underweight, or whatever. Either way, you can't date him because of a physical characteristics, 
right? You can't spend your time to get to know who he is, right? You're an idiot. And I said what I said. Because you will miss out on blessings because you're out here chasing this unattainable idea of perfection. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. The minute you're settled in with what you found to be perfect, you will find that you will now, you will find that you will see something better because there will always be something better, right? Because you are thriving for perfection and perfection doesn't exist. And again, if it's, if you, if you're grounded in societal ideals, (laughs) you got something else coming, right? Because that changes every day. So you definitely not going to be satisfied. So I'm going to end it with this. To overcome perfectionism, we have to learn to let go of the unattainable ideals we have for ourselves and for others. We have to learn to accept people as they are without changing them. We have to learn to see people the way that God sees them. Fearfully and wonderfully made. We have to look past this flesh And we have to date in the spirit. Okay. We have to move past flesh and we need to date in the spirit. Our connection needs to be made in the spirit. Okay. And I I get it. Like, oh, well, you know, you have to have, you have to be attracted to your mate. Listen. Okay, at the end of the day, you make that connection. Trust me, you could circle back. You could write that check. Okay, trust me. You make that connection, right? There's no, there's nothing more grounded than when you fall in love with someone's soul. Okay, nothing more grounded. Trust me on that. All right. And so I'm going to say like four things. I'm going to recap because I've said it multiple times, right? But I want to recap before I go, right? Well, a couple of things, five, I'm going to go five, right? One, learn to appreciate the fact that you are imperfect. Appreciate the fact that in your weakness, God is great, right? That's number one. Number two, appreciate the person that you're with. Understand that everyone has free will, right? And they don't have to give you their time, okay? They don't have to, but they choose to, okay? So even if, you know, he pumps your gas and you're like, well, he's supposed to pump my gas, right? That's that's the, that's the minimum. I want you to say, you know what? 
thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the fact that you chose, you could have chosen to do anything with your time and you chose to give it to me to pump my gas, right? Or vice versa. I'm like always eating my mic. Or vice versa, right? If you come home and she makes a meal and she always makes meal because you're like, that's obligatory, right? Like that's like, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Because I do all the other things, right? You could still say, I appreciate you. I appreciate for what you do. I appreciate the fact that you're a good wife or you're a good husband, right? Appreciation, right? Affection, all right? Everyone needs to, sh- to be loved. We thrive to be loved. We were created in love, right? We're created in love, right? And so we thrive for love. Show that person that you love them. I'm like curling my fingers. <laughs> Show that person that you love them. Attentiveness, okay? Make sure you're giving them your attention, right? Where your heart is, that's where your treasure will be, okay? And if it's not with your wife or your significant other, right? That's a problem, okay? If it's in locked into the computer or locked into your phone, you have a problem, okay? You're setting up your relationship for failure. Last one, acceptance. Understand that no one is perfect, okay? Understand that where they are weak, God makes them great, right? So, We need to accept their imperfections, accept them for who they are. And acceptance live in the space of love. So in our eyes, right, all we see is the good in them. Okay. We do not see their imperfections. That is acceptance. When you look at a person and you're like, I would not change a thing about you. Okay, that is acceptance. All right. Don't sit there talking about, oh, you know, I'm just overlooking that. But it's in the back of your mind because subconsciously, if it's there, it's going to come up and it's going to eat away at the relationship and you're going to end up arguing about stupidness. Right. And it's going to destroy your relationship because you haven't come to an acceptance. So acceptance, remember, is looking through your eyes and seeing only the good in them. Okay. Even if you have to practice confirmations, telling yourself how great this person is, why they're great, right? Look at their good and focus on that. That is acceptance, okay? All right, so I'm going to wrap up here. It's been great. Um, Let me look at the comments really quick. Uh, Hey, Inyatu, how are you? I appreciate you. Um, Hey, Tangi Turner. Yes, girl, you know, I always keep it real. I try my best. Um, yes, um, yeah, I listen, <laughs> I, I, I try my best because you know what? At the end of the day, I want y'all to be great. You know, God made you great. I want you to be great. Okay. Um, and so that's my goal. And so uh, with that, I will see you guys. Um, we won't have the behind the scenes tomorrow. Um, I have a um, other obligation. And so um, we will uh, we won't bring that back until next season. 
um, when season two starts. And so we're going to take a break from that. But I will see you guys next week. We're going to be taping episode 19. um, And I have a surprise for you guys. So stay tuned. Um, I look forward to giving you guys that and, um, you know, just like, you know, rejoicing, um, you know, cause I, you guys have given me your time and I'm so appreciative of that. And so I want to give something back to you. Um, so make sure you're tuned in next week. Um, before I go, I wanted to show you guys this awesome butter that I have. I don't know if you guys can see it. Uh, it's called better butters. Oh my gosh. So I use it on my hands. And I told him that I was going to do a little thing. This is, so it comes like this is like little pacey thing. Um, and so it is like, I'm going to show y'all something. Look at my hand. Oh, and then it smells so good. So, all right. So I am going to sign off here and I will see you guys next week. Thursday at seven o'clock. Yes, yes, that concludes another amazing episode. I am so happy that you have stuck out with me on this journey. And I look forward to being here next week in the same space with you, sharing great energy and bringing, uh, elevating our vibrations. And so until next week, I want you to have an incredible week. Stay true to yourself. And remember, the more you pour into you, the more you'll have to pour into others. <laughs>